Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Somos Mas, the official podcast of Somos Mas NM and your source for the latest news and notes on New Mexico United and the New Mexico Runners. My name, of course, Seth Bidoff. Thank you guys for joining us here on Tuesday nights as you do each and every week. We got Harry already over in the chat spamming us before we even went live. So Harry, we do appreciate you, man. Um, uh, appreciate you being here, being here early. Uh, link to the pre-show. We actually don't, I, you know what? I'll see what I can do. I will see what I can do to get you a link to the pre-show. There wasn't much of a pre-show tonight because Earl was fixing himself a bowl full of pudding. Hey, 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 <laughs> you face. It's actually pasta salad. Okay, fair enough. Earl is having some pasta salad to kick off the show. And if you as want, well as, his, if, as well as his glass of a uh, hug juice. <laughs> hey, it gets fucking better too. All right, lay it on me, Earl. Also on the menu tonight, Lunchables. <laughs> what? Are, what are you eating? Like what? What kind of a dinner is this? Carry on, carry on. All right. Well, well folks, as you've heard, joining me this evening, we have the one and only Earl Nieto. Uh, no. Jacob is supposed to be here. Are you Harry, not the one not out of the box? Yeah, I am the one and only. Um, But this is not out-of-the-box pasta salad. This is actually homemade pasta salad from my girlfriend, who's incredible. And then there's this guy. There he is. Making his way to the chat. Proper mic's not connected. It's a a little weird that I mentioned girlfriend and he shows up. I was was in the... I was in the studio, just not in the thing. I wanted to wait till the perfect moment, and I thought when you said girlfriend, uh, that would be the right moment. So, well, you perfect know, it, exactly perfect moment. Glad you can make it, Jacob. We were wondering where you were. Uh, we knew you were going to be here at some point this evening. Earl's drinking his hug juice. I've got some coffee. What are you drinking? Uh, I just have tea. Tea. Okay. Sweet tea. tea unsweet tea. Uh, mildly sweet tea. What is wrong with you? Man, we're all sober today. Uh, here, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're all sober <laughs> tonight. What the hell? I don't know where Jacob's going with uh, at this I'm point. Worried. Um, that worries me. But yeah, I appreciate everyone popping over in the chat. Uh, Harry, of course, stating that the star of the show has now arrived. What? I can't. There you go. RX Stress. Okay, herbal iced tea. That wow. must be something new. I haven't seen that one before. I don't know what he's doing now. There he is. So it's it's probably absolutely terrible for me. Okay. But it has less sugar than just like a sweet tea typically mm-hmm. will. And, and I think it's delicious. It's It's got like a interesting flavor. Um, interesting as in like not like super sweet. No, Team Earl. We're not here to talk. You're Team <laughs> Earl. You have to be here for the non-soccer content. Otherwise, you wouldn't be Team Earl. <laughs> Exactly. That's, that's exactly what we do here. Um, but okay. I mean, I, yeah, I've never heard of that. I've never seen that before. So I'll definitely have to check it out. Um, I found it in a truck stop in like the individual bottles. Okay. And I uh, have loved it ever since. And so it took me a while to find it. But now they have it in those gallon sizes. They carry it at the grocery store here in town in Fort Sumner. So it's, it's pretty nice. What grocery store do you have in Fort Sumner? I thought it was just a mom and pop. It is. Okay. But they they get their stuff from Affiliated Foods, which is the same place that Allsup's and Lowe's grocery stores get theirs from. Okay, uh, and they carry it, so it's nice. 
All right. I'll have to check that out and see if it's any good. Uh, I, I do drink tea. It does have to be sweet tea. I can't do the unsweet. Can't do, you know, all that kind of nonsense. So yeah, it, it's fairly sweet. I think okay. it's not, uh, it's not like just a straight up sugary, sweet tea taste. Okay. Okay. You know, that reminds me, I meant to send you guys a video. I sent it to a, uh, to a friend of mine, uh, a video of these British kids trying uh, Southern food, basically trying like biscuits and gravy and like an American Thanksgiving dinner, you know, all these things that they had never had before. I haven't seen that one, but I saw, I saw t- British kids tried American snacks. Yes. The same, same one. Same yeah. Account. Same, yeah, yeah. Same, same, uh, same page or what's called channel on YouTube. Yeah, it's they're hilarious. I love those. So this white kid today tried El Salvadorian food. Wow. And that shit's spicy. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Uh just uh like a, a, a lot. <laughs> I think I think they'll survive. I might yeah. Hopefully a royal will survive the show tonight. Uh no, we don't have HEBs here. We don't have that. Uh T Merle, we do have grocery stores, by the way. Uh, most of which are owned by Kroger Affiliate <laughs> Incorporated now. Um, so the Kroger is buying everything. Because they have Albertsons now too, right? Yes, they, they bought Albertsons now too. So pretty much every grocery store here is now a Kroger Affiliate. So Except for Lowe's. Lowe's is Lowe's. Is Lowe's. Lowe's and Walmart. Yeah, that's about it. So um, I, I do want to let you guys know. So we did, we did have some questions in the chat uh, last week about whether or not we were pronouncing something correctly or how to pronounce words. Um, so we do have a, a friend of mine who is a teacher. She is watching this evening. Um, she said that she would correct any and answer any education-based questions we have. So <laughs> if we have any questions, we'll direct them to, to my friend and uh, she will gladly help us out. Yeah, can you <sighs> tell me why the Mountaineer schools failed Earl so bad? That's a... <laughs> I think it starts with the fact that he was raised as a Dallas Cowboy fan. That's probably part of it. So, um, guys, I got to ask, how was your weekends? Uh, we talked a little bit over the weekend. Jacob, you made it out to the match, and we'll get to that here later in the show. But how was your weekend? Um, Earl, there was a chat earlier. There was a question earlier in the chat about tag titles. Um, so, I mean, let's let's just let's go with it. I mean, how was your weekend, number one? And how do you feel about the tag titles, Earl? <clears throat> where do i start so my weekend fucking sucked actually it wasn't that bad um <laughs> so my car got repoed then it was not repoed um it was voluntarily repoed <clears throat> still having problems with the tags or what yeah so they they so they picked up the vehicle this week um this past thursday they're supposed to have the paperwork done on friday when i went went to carmax and um waited five hours to get my money and then yeah it, it just sucked after that um so you don't have a car i have a car now so we went friday had all the stress about it spent five hours in one spot two hours in another still had to drive home so it was not it was not fun so we went saturday to pick up uh to go car shopping went to petri kia Picked up a 2023 Kia Rio with 11 miles on it. I'm sorry. That's what what Allie had when we got together. It wasn't a 2023, obviously, but it was a Kia Rio. I hated that son of a bitch. That's that's great to know. Mainly because it was small and I was, I drove, I've driven a truck my whole life. Yeah. 
And so going from that to a tiny little sedan, I couldn't stand. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, it's a pretty decent size. I mean, for just me, and then whenever Marlena and Meyer are in there, then obviously then... Have we talked about my new vehicle? No, we haven't. No, your state vehicle? No. No, 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 my new, like, personal car. Or personal vehicle. We have not. Oh, nice. Okay, well, I, I got a... I don't know what that is about. Um, I don't know what that has to do with my new car, but okay. Nothing at all. My... Uh... I was asked what the book was. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, I, I I used to have books up here all the time, so I'm gonna decide yeah. to. Gotcha. Yeah. You guys are jackasses too. Changing my title. <laughs> you guys, just me, just me. Because I can't even go and change it without having without leaving the without leaving the the village here. You can't. No. Okay. Harry asked Harry asked a, a really important question here. How many earls can fit into the Rio? <laughs> <laughs> well, Earl, what's the I, question? What's I the answer? A, I had a smart ass remark, but I don't know if Marlena listens to this show, so I'm gonna not. <laughs> Actually, don't know either. <laughs> well, we can find out because I can make a remark, and then she will guarantee. I guarantee you, she will comment on it if she does. Can I? Can I? Can we will I? see a reaction from Earl on his All phone. Right, I'm, gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I don't care. So it depends on which Earl you're talking about. If you're talking about big headed Earl when he was dating three different women at the same time, and and was single then then probably only like six if you're talking like the current pussy whip version of earl that's like the size of an a troll probably like a hundred honestly and if you're talking about miserable earl when he was still married back before uh probably two because he ate his feelings Earl is anxiously watching his phone for a response. He's like, wait, wait, wait. I do not have a moped, Team Earl. Thank you very much. No, he does not. I have a motorcycle. I do have a motorcycle. It's not a moped. <laughs> so, Earl, aside from aside from your car weekend, I mean, how have things been? Are you doing good? Are you ready to, to get out? I know you didn't get to the match on Saturday. Um, like, are you looking forward to possibly getting out, you know, soon are you ever going to be yeah are you ever going to be allowed out of the house <laughs> yeah absolutely so okay. the difference between married earl and dating earl is the person we that hear earl... from him less actually <laughs> yes <laughs> the difference is he doesn't chat anymore so there's two there's two there's two, two spectrums here one i don't chat anymore because my phone is blown up by one person only um yes harry we do <clears throat> live and in the flesh mm-hmm. so that's one that's one side of it um because my focus is on someone else um because i'm not trying to escape who i was living with yeah. um the, we understand earl i was just i'm just giving yeah. you a hard time i love that you're happy trust me the <laughs> other side of earl the dating side of earl actually will have uh, freedom and not actually fight. has the freedom to do these things and actually be on podcasts and not be yelled at and harped at when I'm going to bed. Um, speaking of which, I do have to call an early night tonight. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Are you sure about that? Earl? We're going to do a tight hour. Okay. We got, all right. We're going to cut the, we're going to keep the nonsense to a minimum tonight. I'm going to hit yeah. that in broadcast button at an hour, whether we're done or not. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. So you can make it sell 10. All right, we, we'll do it the best that we can. Uh, Jacob, you were saying you had a new car. How's it, how's it running for you? What, what brought this on? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, so we're having another kid, as we've talked about. Yes. Time, uh, which makes a total of four. Wait, you are? Shut up. <laughs> which makes a total of four. And when you have four, um, you kind of need space. I, so I, have a, I have a new question for you now. Now that you said you have four. Yes. Do you own a TV? No. Well, for the longest time, we didn't have one in the bedroom. But now that we've reached the quota of four, I, 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 mean, yeah, I, can tell. I put a TV in the bedroom. So so we're good there. Um, no. <laughs> Damn it, girl. Uh, so, so when you have four kids, you have to, you have, to have room. So we had a, a Ford Explorer that was an SUV, a three-row SUV. That was fine. Yes, like a bus. I looked in. Don't, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I looked into a passenger van. Uh, I looked into a passenger van pretty hard. But at the end of the day, uh, we ended up going with a 2022 Yukon base level, but it's still pretty nice. Uh, It's got a shit ton more room, which is awesome. And you will be seeing it uh, throughout the season, I'm sure. Very cool. Glad you know. Glad you know. When I was younger, my my dad and his uh, his second wife they bought one of those big gladiator vans. You know, they had like the the captain's chairs in the middle and the reclining yeah. seat. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, you know, we had, I mean, with six kids, like you got to have, you know, a lot of space. Um, so, yeah, I, I completely get it. So, congratulations on that. I mean, you know, you guys are, do you have a due date yet? May 2nd. May 2nd. Due date. Um, <clears throat> I'm, I told her as long as, as she waits until after the 15th of April, then she can have her whenever whenever after that it's fine in fact i told her if you could have her during a game because our middle child or our youngest now was born in the middle of a game like Mm -hmm. in like the 52nd minute of a game and so if if you could do that again that'd be awesome Uh, (laughs) but you don't have to but it'd be cool okay Uh, so so we'll see so i'm getting the sense that we really need to figure out a time to sit down and, and bring back dad ventures sit down yeah, and, sure. and like really dive into our, our personal lives because you know we do we, 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 we do like to talk about our, our, our lives and catch up and things like that and we appreciate everyone over there like fantastic uh showing over in the chat tonight facebook youtube um folks are already throwing comments in the chat as always harry and uh robert uh yes plenty of folks are in the chat so be sure to throw your questions and comments through up there throughout the show jacob do you need a godfather <laughs> not team earl <laughs> <laughs> um so I mean, already Earl. So, um, so I mean, yeah, let's just get right into it because Earl does have a Earl. have a bedtime tonight. So, um, Actually, I was just kidding. I don't have a bedtime. And we're still doing like a tight hour. Yeah, we're, we're gonna we're gonna try to keep it in there. So we've talked about uh, doing a tight hour ish, and we haven't really stuck to it. So let's yeah. let's try. No, we we absolutely will, and that's something you know because we we have talked about. It. We do. It, it seems to me, and looking at our analytics, you know that those those more concise shows seem to do a little bit better. Um, great views, great listens last week. So appreciate everyone for doing that. Um, podcast is doing really appreciate you guys. Um, so let's just jump right into it. Uh, the Mexico runners over the weekend lost their fifth consecutive match. This one, of course, of course was an overtime uh, loss. Uh, so really heartbreaking. What are all? Oh, I get a little bit of feedback there. Okay. Um, yeah, heartbreaking loss for the runners over the weekends. Uh, 
hate to see that. Uh, I know that Coach Steve and the guys have been putting in all kinds of work, um, especially after you know a three uh, a three match win streak to open the season. Uh, it's up, you know, kind of. It's it's sad to see you know where they're at right now, and it's it's not like they they they're not out there doing everything they can. You know, injuries and illness and uh, just again heartbreaking overtime losses past weekend. Uh, everything just kind of plays into it, and so uh, still some time left for them to get back. Uh, into the playoff hunt, uh, looking forward to seeing what they can do. They are back at home again this weekend on the 4th uh, for another match, 5.05 kickoff. I had to tab up. Where did it go? Apologies. Can you guys, like, I've got so many tabs up, like stuff and things. And uh, 5.05 kickoff Saturday, March 4th at Rio Rancher Event Center, once again playing the Colorado Inferno. So if you didn't have the opportunity to get out there this weekend, check out the runners. Um I believe that there is a theme for this weekend. Union night. Union night. There you go. Thank you, sir. Uh, I knew it was something because last weekend was faith and family night. This was union night. Uh, Union groups get special discounted tickets. Uh, You can obviously go to NewMexicoRunners.com to get more information on that. Hey, Andres. There you go, Andres, over in the chat. Appreciate you popping in, buddy. Hope you're doing well. so yeah, See, it's, I mean, it's this weird vibe that we have going on here. You speak, you say girlfriend and Jacob shows up. You say <laughs> union and Andres shows up. I, I, think it was, I think it was runners that made Andres show up, but uh-huh. okay. <laughs> so Harry, do you point? I actually have three monitors, um, two of which are hooked up currently. A third one uh, I use for for work. So um, I do have multiple monitors over here. Um, I'd show you, but I don't want to mess with my webcam. So. Um, but yeah, get out and see the runners. I mean, it's just been, they're so exciting. There's so much fun. And it's not that he doesn't want to mess up his webcam. It's that he's not wearing pants. Oh, Earl, I'm not well, going to show you my lap. I'm and not going to. What it really is, is we don't know what's on that other monitor right now. That too. Andres, <laughs> <laughs> Spidey Sense was saying, like, yes, sir. We do love talking about the runners. We love seeing you guys. Uh, I unfortunately, I couldn't make it out to, to any of the events this past weekend. I was refereeing. Time out. Time out. Time out. Earl. <laughs> Earl, you missed the you, opener. Are you opening a fucking lunchable right now? God. <laughs> oh man. Should oh. I go get the cheese tea or the cheese uh the cracker cheese? No, just just eat your lunchable. <laughs> Leave it the team roll to go to the gutter. Yes. Team Look, roll. This is team going went to the gutter as soon as we went live. <laughs> This team lives in the gutter. What are you doing? Oh, man. Yeah, I, I'm not convinced that we ever fully get out of the gutter. Um, we do have good conversations, you know, so. Um, yeah, try to say we, we're going to do a tight hour and we're going to keep it, keep the nonsense short. And then Earl breaks out a Lunchable yes. at 919 at night as a grown ass man. Yeah, you, 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 I think you missed the full discussion about his uh, his dinner this evening. Uh, homemade yeah, pasta I, salad, a, a uh, hug juice poured out into a Dallas Cowboys glass and a Lunchable. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. It was not a Dallas Cowboys glass. It was just a Dallas glass. Oh, just a Dallas. What's the difference? They're both terrible. I fucking hate it here. (laughs) You and me both, Earl. Uh, Earl, you are liked. People like you. I don't don't know why, but they like you. I don't know who, but some people like you. But right guy, now, one guy likes you. Actually, right now, in this in this little shindig we have going on here, I had I don't know if they're still here, but I had two fans in this place. Two, okay. One is Team Earl, and the other one's not. You know, I will say Harry did. Harry had a valid comment before the show started. When is Team? When is Seth going to get a get a fan? 
You know, Seth needs a fan. That's what we need here. Balance us out a little bit. Seth doesn't need fans. What are we waiting for? I recognize that face on the Am Rivera comment oh. on Facebook. I recognize that face. Okay. Well, he did have a second uh, fan in here, and she does listen, apparently. <laughs> anyway. Alrighty. <laughs> what? Oh, Harry. You know, Harry has a point here. If you want an hour-long show, no comments from the peanut gallery. Harry, you know that's not the kind of ship that we run here. Well, you Harry has a better that. comment. What's the best lunchable? Exactly. I still say it's the ones that you put in the pouch, the chicken nuggets that you put in the pouch, and you pour the, the little dry sauce in there, the dry powder, yeah. and you zip it up, and they shake the shit out of it. Shake and bake? No, it's called the shakeables. <laughs> actually, what in the world? I okay. Google it. We've got shakeables. We've got pizza. I, I mean, I, I'm on board with my dresser. I like the pizza ones. Those are bomb, man. Eat those. Those are fantastic. Yeah, the correct answer is the sub, but yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know, because you know, lunchables really haven't changed since we were kids. The sub you is, know, the, yeah. My, my son gets the sub now, and it's it's pretty damn good. It's way better than the crackers and and fake meat and cheese. You shut your <laughs> fucking mouth. They love the pizza. <laughs> I think the pizza is disgusting. Uh, now adult me does. I loved it when I was a kid though. Um, and I don't know what the fuck Arola is talking about with the shake and bake stuff. Yeah, I, I've never seen a shakeable. I have no idea what that is. I'm assuming Earl is Googling that to, to prove what's wrong here. What so. it is, is probably freaking new. But since me and you are adults, <laughs> we don't eat them. But Earl over here are is, is over here eating anything and everything. And so he's tried all the new Lunchables that have come out in the last year. And we This have- was in like fucking high school. Yeah, that was still when we were adults, yeah. Earl. <laughs> <laughs> Earl seems to forget how old we are. <laughs> Oh, here we go. Harry, go to. <laughs> oh, you want to talk about the weather? Hold on. We got to talk about the weather for a second. <laughs> this All right. The weather's insane. We had 80 mile an hour gust of wind here yes. on Sunday, and it took out my canopy for the playground at the park. Pissed me off. Oof. Blew down a couple trees. I've been cleaning up branches for three days now. So we will talk about the weather, Team Earl. Yeah, no, it's. Yeah, the weather's been absolutely insane. You know, uh, David Carl was saying over on Twitter that uh, part of his fence blew away. Uh, yeah. apparently it landed somewhere, you know, like in East Texas or something. So, um, yeah, no, the wind was absolutely insane over the weekend. Um, weather was, ter- hey, weather just been terrible. I got a new trampoline when we moved to this house. Oh God. Where is it? It's, it's right where I put it and it is not staked down. Okay. That thing is a beast. It's a rectangular one with steel square tubing or steel tubing instead of aluminum tubing. And that sucker is secure without any ropes or stakes or anything and i freaking love it panel of fence for andres yeah no it was just it was insane the weather's just busy so earl just sent us a group text and we're gonna try to show this to you guys nacho cheese chicken shake up that is disgusting that just, yeah that looks atrocious that's, that's just one of them that's just one of them <clears throat> like why 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 would you even oh, and he also sent pictures of his road covered in tumbleweeds which is nice. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that's basically the state of New Mexico right now. That happened within 32 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't doubt it. It's It was terrible. Um, Harry, it, Harry, you can't be a day over 49, sir. 
<laughs> oh man. And who's the Friendstones, uh, by the way? <laughs> now you're gonna shit on Harry. He he's Team Jacob. Oh, Flint's, no, I just didn't know. Sorry. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh my Harry. God. Harry, in case you're wondering, there is room on the Earl bus, just so you know. No, Earl still sucks. I apologize, <laughs> which is sad because I'm actually where are they? There's a a a bottle bottle of Flintstone vitamins right there, and I just had a brain fart. That's all. Oh. Anyways, back on track. Back on track. Yeah, there's, was, there's no good segue out of, out of this no, at all. Yeah, that was weekend again. Um, my weekend was good. It was busy. Um, good talk. Uh, I got out. Uh, I refereed. What's uh, <laughs> the generic quotes? <laughs> um, what a, uh, Saturday I got out. I refereed some DCSL. A lot of fun doing that. Finally get back out there for the first tournament of the weekend. Did that actually for Saturday and Sunday. Um, a lot of fun. Did some U17s. Um, some really good clubs out there. And then uh, last night I went out and I refereed down at Kramer Fields. Refereed a match our, our good friend uh, Minnie Esquivel was playing in. Okay. Uh, refereed him. Actually, you know, uh, called a couple fouls on Minnie. You know, uh, I threatened to caution him, you know. I had a red but card. I had a straight red. I was tempted. He told me that they were really bad, you know. But uh, no, Minnie's, seen, Minnie's got a pretty good team. They put up a – it was a really good, really good uh, match last night. So a lot of fun with that. Um, yeah, it's just been you know, a lot of refereeing, you know, and so I got, I've got, let's see, um, I've got two more matches Friday night. I've got, uh, games on Saturday, games on Sunday. So yeah, soccer season's back in, in full swing. Going to be out doing that all weekend long. I nine's about to kick off. Gaffle's kicking off. Like, dude, like I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be so freaking busy for the next like three or four months. Like it's AYSO's kicking off. Be, yeah. AYSO, um, Earl, uh, did you hear anything on that, by the way? Not yet. I will, no. though. Okay. I'll reach out to James again. All right. No worries. Uh, yes, Harry, we're finally going to get to talk a little bit more soccer. Um, but, yeah, no, it's been good. It's been a good weekend, you know. Uh, got out, like I said, basically spent the entire weekend outside. Uh, weather was absolutely shit, but it was it was good to be outside um, and and get, you know, get moving and get back into the swing of things. So, um, yeah, it's been good. It's been really good. And, uh, you know, uh, speaking of the weekend, New Mexico United obviously had another preseason match. Jacob, you were able to get out there, and uh, we this is our first opportunity, you know, any of our first opportunities to get out there, and because we none of us made the first match, unfortunately. You made this one here. Um, finally, get to see some of the kids, uh, some of these guys in action. Um, what were what was your biggest takeaway uh, on Saturday? Uh, yeah, the, the phone that lives farthest away is the only one to have made it to a preseason match so far. Um, uh, what was the biggest takeaway? The biggest takeaway was probably we I, I questioned we we question we had questions about the defense. Um, now it was CSU Pueblo, so obviously not the highest caliber of opponent. Uh, but I feel like we had a solid defensive outing. We had a back line of Suggs, Suggs and Harry on the outside, and then Kalen and Seymour as the two center backs. And uh, I think it was – they looked good. They communicated well. They got into a couple couple little tiffs about certain things, but at the end of the day, 
CSU Pueblo had like zero chances, basically. Um, even against uh, our second unit. So, so what we did was um, we had first teamers all in there for the first 45 minutes. And then at halftime had a complete line change. And those were the only subs we made. We didn't sub anybody else out. So, <laughs> uh, yes, here. they would. Um, we didn't sub anybody out in the first half or the second half. So it was it was eleven and then eleven. Um, in the second half, we had um, Zali and Timothy Timothy Zali and uh, Kyle Colonna. Um, Colonna, yeah. And, and I tell you, I think Kyle's got a chance to make the squad. I think so. Uh, uh, I've I've seen the the clips I've seen of him have been very impressive. He he was very calm when they were pressing. Uh, he made very good decisions. Now they weren't under siege a lot of the time because we controlled possession, even with our quote second unit in. Um, but he looked really good, and he might be kind of the one bright not the one bright spot, but the the biggest thing to me because. Uh, we need help at that center back position. Uh, I, I put out a, a small depth chart, uh, a quick depth chart over the weekend. And, um, you know, for for center backs, we basically just have Zali, Seymour slash Hamilton and Raiden, uh If we're playing if we're playing a back four, which is what we played um, on Saturday, then then we really just have those three that play in the middle. Austin maybe could move down into the middle, but. For the most part, it's just three. So we could use some help there. There was talk about Rashid coming back, but we still haven't heard anything. I'm feeling a little less optimistic about that. Um, so so Kyle could could very well step in after his senior year at San Diego State. Um, he, he very well could step in and, and come in. And I, I was told um, that I was told by somebody that they believe he was the one that was brought in from the open tryouts uh, that we had. And so uh, that would be nice if he made the squad as an open tryout guy. That's a good story. Uh, and like I said, he looked he looked really good. I also, I think Wags is going to be on the team, guys. I, th I, I think, think so, too. I, I don't think he's going to do anything else but play for New Mexico United. Uh, Merritt and Robles, um, they, they've got decisions to make, and I think they'll probably choose college or something like that. But Wag has a decision to make, and, and I, I would be surprised if he doesn't just come on board because – He's gonna get minutes because he looked dangerous again. Um, it was it was pretty impressive by him, and of course Nava did Nava things. Uh, we had three goals yet again, all three of which were were fairly repeatable and consistent. We had um, kind of Amando creating pressure, stealing the ball, scoring it off to Doling, who um, Doling who who found an empty net basically. Um, and the second one was off a corner. Um, Zali get, he, I mean, he got up there. He's a big dude. He's like six. What is he? Six seven? Yeah, can't remember what he is, but he's he's huge. And he got. I posted a picture. Uh, I replied to his post about it um, with a picture that I took of him jumping up there. And he's he's a he's high. He's he's a little ways up the ground. Yeah, that was an impressive photo. And so. He got up there and got to the ball, headed it straight down in the ground, popped it back up, passed the goalie into the top net, and uh, looked really good there. And then Brucey gets his fourth of the preseason. Um, Dollings was his third of the preseason. Um, and Brucey's was 
was a little fluky. It was off a cross that took a couple of deflections and found Bruce at the back post wide open. Um, but those are the kinds of things that are going to happen from time to time. And you want to keep, it's good to see them because we, we don't, we don't see that ball kind of squirt through too often and have somebody at that back post. You might see it squirt through, but then nobody's there. And so Brucey making that run and being at the back post at that time, uh, was, was good to see. And, and honestly, I, I mean, I see you have the presser from that, uh, loaded up here is that's at least what it looks like. Um, there was like nobody there as far as there. I mean, there's a couple hundred people there fan wise, which was nice. Um, but as far as, as media, there was nobody. I mean, really? Yeah. There, um, the Lobo men and women basketball team played and mm-hmm. the Lobo baseball team had a double header. Um, and then you had district tournaments for high school basketball going on. And so I, I think the sports programs or the sports media for like the news and stuff was, was, uh, <laughs> uh, freaking T Merle, uh, was, was kind of spread thin. So it was me, uh, Chris Walker was there, but I wouldn't be surprised if he's not doing media. Uh, Chris, I'm, if you're listening, I don't, I'm not saying you aren't, I'm just speculating. Uh, cause I know you got your hands full with, with the black diamonds and stuff. And then, uh, our friend Adri was there, but she was, um, with friends and family. And I think mm-hmm. she came onto the field and did a few things or talked to a few people, but as far as just with me and, me and uh, David got coached to ask him some questions. It was just me and me and David. Um, and then, you know, the, at the preseason, you know, when you first walked in the gate behind that goal is where the curse sets up. And then the far goal where me and Seth usually sit in the corner there. Uh, I had free reign of that whole side behind the goal. There was nobody else there. And I had to go ahead to just, I had to stay on the sidewalk. I couldn't go into the grass, but I could be up and down right there as much as I wanted. So, so we were, I was up and down there. It was nice. Actually, another big takeaway was when the starters came off, they grabbed some foam rollers and, and just kind of loosened up, stretched out on those, but they were joking around and carrying on and, and talking and having a good time. And I didn't see that a lot last year. And in fact, coach uh, mentions um, kind of the team aspect that we have this year and how everybody is just kind of body in and is just uh, really uh, a cohesive unit right now. And so um, that kind of stuck out to me for sure. Seth's over here talking to somebody and keeps smiling and and distracting the shit out of me, honestly. (laughs) No, it's um, it's been really it's been really interesting. So I've been I was queuing something up here for us um you mentioned you got the chance to talk to the coach after the game so i got the video of that we'll go ahead and uh saw quite a bit of change there in the second half Mm -hmm. did the first half guys was that the plan all along or yeah it's all about you know working on ourselves and really making sure that we're keeping everyone fit while getting their loads correct so we can you know progress on and get them more minutes um you know, in the future, it's game by game. You can't blow them up every every single game. So we're just really managing their minutes and uh, making sure we're putting them in a good position where they where it's game time. They feel like they can really go. Do you feel like at this point you have a starting eleven, or is that just going to continue to mix up? You think it's proven every day. You know, and I mean, we have a, a good 
uh, group of guys. We have a smaller squad this year, so everyone's going to be used. Um, and so it's it's really important for those guys, if you're not in the 11, to keep pushing on. And, and we have the personalities, uh, particularly this year, where all those guys will keep pushing. Did those starters show you what they want, what you wanted to see from them? Or? Yeah, I thought I thought they did all right. There was a little bit of frustration. They wanted to score a few more goals. There's no doubt about it. I think we had too much movement towards the ball. We need some more movement in behind. We haven't really gotten there yet. We're really working more so on our build and keeping possession and uh, organizing ourselves offensively. And so, really starting to you know talk about movement in behind, how that looks for us, between what positions, where the ball is positioned, who's moving in behind in those moments, and uh, yeah, we're getting closer and closer to getting there, but that'll be a lot of what we work on next week. Five matches into the preseason, unbeaten, does that matter at all? Um, I mean, no, because it doesn't get us any closer to where we want to be, and that's, you know, in a playoff game and hosting one at Isotopes Park, and uh, if he's counted his three points, then yeah, it, it would matter, but uh it is, I mean, it's good to win these games. You want to start to create a uh, winning mentality, and I think we've done that so far. But, um, you know, we need to keep progressing and not get too far ahead of ourselves and really make sure we're paying attention to what we're working on this week. Are we building on that? And can we start to couple things together? And we're getting closer and closer. There's no doubt about that. Last one for me. How cool is it to see? This is a preseason match. The weather was terrible when things started. You still had hundreds of fans out here today. Yeah, it's... Uh, it, it, I'm not surprised. Um, these people are so committed, and we're committed to them. Um, I'm so glad to see us out in the community and hosting a community clinic before the game and seeing those people come over. And, uh, man, there's a, there's a really good energy uh, with our club and with our community and us giving. Uh, it's a reciprocal relationship where we're giving to them, um, and they're, of course, giving to us. And, and, and we... Uh, we don't take that lightly. We, we love that and we can't wait to perform in front of them at Isotopes. So I asked him a couple questions after that, after okay. David, David stopped. Um, I asked him specifically about the defense. Um, he said that he, he likes what, how it looks, blah, 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 blah. Uh, he kind of typical coach speak, but I did ask about Rivas. Uh, he is injured. Okay. Um, they're working him back. They expect him to be back ready by the opener. Um, and then Hurst and more or Hurst and Yearwood did not play, uh, because of small injuries that wouldn't have mattered if it would have been regular season, but, uh, because it was preseason, they were kept out. Other than that, everybody's looking healthy. I did, uh, it did catch me off that he, uh, he did say that we have a smaller roster this year. So, mm -hmm. That tells me we're probably not going to do a whole lot else, uh, and everybody's going to contribute. So we I imagine we're going to keep it. You know, I, it's at twenty if you include Robles and Merritt. I wouldn't be surprised if those two leave, which puts us at eighteen. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if like uh, Colonna or or somebody else comes in. So I imagine we'll be at that twenty-ish mark. Uh, is what I'm thinking there. Yeah, definitely some uh, some good little bits there. But even if you didn't get them on, uh, if we didn't get them on camera, but this is something that we're gonna <clears throat> try to do a little bit more because um, we do get video and audio uh, of the press conferences, so we can start throwing those in here uh, to the to the weekly show, so we can talk about them, break them down, talk about different things. But um, uh, to be fair, Robert, to this point, I, I understand what you're saying. 
the the thing is um the middle of february yeah it's the, yeah, it's the middle of february every all the grass here is dead right now it's not just the practice field it, it's everywhere all the grass is dead none of like the seed has been activated like even the even the public parks are, are terrible um jacob looking at you but um i don't have grass here no, I, know. <laughs> I know um but no it, it's everywhere um it really is uh and so here in about a month or so uh, the seed will, the seed will start taking and they'll start watering, doing all that kind of stuff. So, um, but yeah, that, that Sergio was something that we had speculated on last week, whether or not he was injured. Uh, so good to get an update on that. Um, and it sounds like it, especially with the smaller roster size that the, especially the, the Academy kids are going to get a bit of play this year. Um, or at least have the opportunity to, uh, so, I mean, Earl, what's your take on that? Do you think that this, uh, keeping a smaller roster is, is going to be good for the club this year. I mean, because that's something back in year one we had the Open Cup run. Talked about a small, what we felt was a small roster. Then this is smaller than that. Um, I mean, do we think that that's going to be a, a detriment? Do you think this is a this is a, a, where we're going to stay? Do you think, or do you think maybe later on we add another player or two? I'm going to divert to Jacob first because I saw his mouth go open. Sorry, I, I will say that for the first year compared to this year, we did have a bigger roster in year one, but I don't think it was near as deep. There's a lot of, of unproven talent. So I was just I was gonna throw that out there. Yeah, I mean I don't even know where to start with this one. So do I would would I like a bigger roster? Of course, because if we're gonna do um if we're <laughs> fucking Robert <laughs> Robert, we're on track. We're talking soccer. Yeah, I was actually like composed and I had it figured out. Um, so to answer your question, so, so to answer Seth's question, um, I'm holding this up for Robert. That way he gets Oreo. the answer as well. Oreo, Robert. All right, deal. Um, okay. So would I like to have a bigger roster? Of course, especially if we're going to do like Open Cup and different things like that and having a mid-season uh, – Mid-season international friendly, then yeah, I would definitely love to have as many people as we possibly can to avoid the tired legs and fatigue that we're going to be seeing at that time. Um, especially if we make a deep open run to where we're still playing in in July for the Open Cup. I mean, eighteen people, eighteen players is not, in my opinion. I mean, I'm not the soccer person here. Um, eighteen people, in my opinion, is not enough. Because it's just not. I mean, if you look at even when you look at year one where we weren't as deep because we didn't have all the talent and all the experience, we still did good, but we had a, a pretty small size roster as well. Um, but then we also showed the fatigue during regular season where we would play a Saturday and we played Tuesday for Open Cup and then we played Wednesday again or whatever the fucking day it was, Thursday or Friday. Um, that adds up. I mean, when you're when you're doing that kind of that kind of schedule, I mean, that's going to add up. And if you only have 18, you're definitely going to see that kind of fatigue happen in the middle of the season, closer to the later end of the season when you need a playoff push. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Zach uh, handles that throughout the season. And in that clip there, obviously, he talked about managing minutes. Um, and obviously, with a smaller roster, you're going to have to do that, um, and particularly particularly in the preseason that way you don't that way you lessen the risk of injuries here heading into the first few weeks um 
And uh, to Christina's point here, last season felt like Zach never set on a consistent, consistent lineup. Maybe a smaller squad will help with that issue. Um, I mean, absolutely. I mean, we've already, if you look at the preseason rosters, um, at least the, the last couple of 11s they've thrown out to start the matches have been what looked to us like day one rosters um, or you know day one team sheets. And so um, I think he's kind of figured something out. Um, and, but yeah, it's the, the, the concern is going to be if we have the injury bug hit, if we have guys start to go down, where do those minutes come from? Where do we, you know, do we go out and sign somebody? Do we pick up somebody up? Cause 19, 20, 21 guys, that's not a lot of depth to help cover those spots. I, I feel like one Christina's point to last year was injuries kind of made it almost impossible for us to keep a consistent lineup last year, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Um, but that is it is a big risk with this smaller lineup, because um, one you're you're obviously going to be putting a little more on on your your star players, your your upper echelon players, which increase increases the chance of of an injury. Um, and then when they do get injured, it's there's not a lot of help there. But I think he might be leaving it open. You know, we saw several mid season moves last year, mm-hmm. uh, kind of out of necessity. Um, I think we might, he might be leaving that open so that, you know, when we make that midseason move, it's not adding to a 22, 23 man roster. It's adding to the 19, 20 man roster and is, uh, um, I, I'm thinking maybe he's leaving that roster a little, little short to begin so that when we, if and when we <coughs> midseason additions, um, we will have room to do that without, feeling like we're they're coming in and stepping on some people's toes if that makes sense yeah no it absolutely does um but yeah i mean it's it's gonna be really interesting to see what happens it it really is um i mean with the way the schedule plays out this year there's not necessarily a ton of congestion uh we do have some weeks where we do have the you know those wednesday saturdays and obviously you know with open cup thrown in there as well um yeah managing those minutes seeing how guys react uh, you know, seeing how Zach handles substitutions, uh, because Zach had a very Zach seems to have a very different uh, f- perspective on substitutions than what Troy did. Troy used, I think, I, I did the math at one point. It was like ninety five percent of all the available subs. Troy used them. Zach hasn't come anywhere close to that. So, um, yeah, looking at, at seeing, watching what happens these first few matches will probably give us a good idea as to what he wants to do throughout the season and how he is going to, to handle all that. And um, you know, it, it you talked about uh, Rosh a little while ago. Maybe Rosh gets signed. You know, maybe uh, Colonna gets signed. Maybe some of these other trials get signed as well because we've we've heard good things about some of these guys. You know, you've had conversations with folks. Um, you know, I talked to many. I got I watched the. I, I didn't mention this. I got to watch the academy last night. They were down there training. There, Ford was out there with some guys, and uh, you know, coaches were out there. So I got to watch them for a while. There's some talented young kids that may even get the opportunity. I mean, I, I think that's less likely, but yeah, it's it's going to be really interesting. What happens with this small of a roster? to see how we handle things and, and what that means, you know, short-term, long-term, you know, injury issues, you know, so I don't know. I will say that uh, a lot of what I heard Saturday uh, from a few different people and coach alluded to it in the presser there was um, nobody really talked bad about last season squad, but they kind of talked bad about last season squad. 
and how some of the players weren't really bought into the team concept were a little bit more, you know, mm-hmm. me and not us. And, um, and I think that has led to some of what uh, we're seeing with this smaller roster is, is they're bringing in guys, they're bringing in guys that are more uh, team oriented and focused. We also, I, I don't, I, I haven't got an answer to this, but um, uh, Coach Mack was promoted to player or director of player personnel. Yep. Um, as well as an assistant coach, which means Itamar is probably gone. Um, and Itamar was the one that was pushing that pushed for Ratty and Brett and and some of these other players that had a shitload of talent that we saw, uh, but just didn't quite gel with what the team wanted. And I wasn't not a hundred percent sure that's not that didn't contribute to the change uh, to Mac and to this smaller roster. Um, and honestly, something needed to change from last year because we did underperform. The offense was not good. Uh, and so I'm, I'm hoping that this uh, changes changes things for the better and that we get, uh, especially the offense that we've seen, I mean, come alive this preseason. Um, hopefully that that's a sign of things to come during the regular season. I did look at all four previous preseasons mm-hmm. at how we did uh, not only offensively, but with wins and losses and stuff like that and defensively. And I had it all in a notebook and I left it in my office at work. Um, but Brilliant. the the basic gist of it was for the most part, preseason didn't matter. Right. Um, <clears throat> we did we did only score six goals in five preseason matches last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and the offense was terrible, uh, or seemingly terrible for the amount of uh, quality we had on the pitch. The year before we did score 14 um in six games. Uh, but then I think we were kind of middle of the pack offensively that season. So, so it kind of doesn't really matter, but you still really like to see it, uh, especially like the, not necessarily this CSU Pueblo one, but the, the El Paso one you love to see because it's El Paso and FEP all day. Um, and then, you know, uh, Lou City, Detroit City, and, and Chicago were all, are all pretty quality opponents that like, I think no matter who they kind of have out there, especially Lou City and Chicago, that's, that's going to be a pretty high quality team. Uh, and we we put up multiple goals on both of those teams, so I do think it's a good sign, even if it doesn't directly correlate to success in in the regular season. Well, if you ask people like John Morrissey, apparently uh, Detroit City had a F grade for the offseason. so yeah, they did not have a good offseason grade. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm actually gonna reach out to John see if we can't get him on the show, uh, or at yeah. least maybe do like a one off with him. But because sure. there are some interesting things, and, and uh, that's a show that I think Harry would be fantastic to have on as well to talk about, you know, off-season rankings and uh, projections and all that kind of stuff. And next week, I want us to get into our projections for this season, based just based off of what we've seen to this point, because season starts in just, you know, a matter of, you know, 20 days? 18 days. 18, well, 19, 19 days, days, yeah. You include a day. Uh, so, yeah. For, for most teams, we start later than that, yeah. but... Yeah, yeah, we start we start on the 18th. Um, oh, other teams start... start on the 25th. Other teams start on the 18th. Yes, you are correct. Right. Yeah, you're the professional. Again, I've got like, if you guys knew how much. Oh, we already know. We already know. You don't even know. You don't know. I don't want to know. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, season is like, 
season's right around the corner. And yeah, definitely want to get into our projections. Miami, March 18th is our first day against Miami. Really? Yes. So it's Why the 11th we all start? Yeah, the 11th and 12th is when everyone else starts. We start a week after. Oh, my schedule's all fucked then. See, you be on me messed up. I was like, I knew it. I had it. I, I'm i super busy on the 11th yeah. and 12th, and I was like, oh, that's okay. Then nothing else is going on that weekend because we don't play that weekend. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I didn't realize that I'll, I'll be watching uh, other teams play. It does look like uh, Phoenix is now um, LAFC's uh, go-to USL club again instead of the lights. Uh, they just got uh, a defender from them on loan. Mm-hmm. And they have Danny Trejo, which isn't necessarily an LAFC affiliated player this year, but he has been in the past. So who yeah. knows? When is the USL? Pre- talk about our USL pre- weekend. We can do that next week because we, yeah, we still have a couple weeks. So yeah, we can do, I'll tell you what, we'll do a next week, we'll do a USL preview. We'll base, break down who we, you know what? We'll do our, our, we'll do our preseason playoff projections. How about that? Because we know El Paso is not going to make it. We know Phoenix isn't going to make it. But uh, we we talk about that next week. What do you guys think? Yeah, I'm down. All right, we'll do that. So Harry, we're glad to have. Uh, I hope you hopefully you'll uh, be around for that one next week. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's going to be interesting. Going to be uh, really interesting to see what happens. Uh, season is fast approaching. Uh, a little while ago, we talked about Open Cup. I actually uh, mentioned to you guys the other day. I know one of the referees is going to work Open Cup. Uh, so well, never mind. Cause it'll be against somebody that we should be able to beat. So you, you should have been able to keep your money in your pocket. Not have to pay him off. Right. Yeah. yeah I won't have to pay him off. Um, he's actually an assigner for one of the leagues that I work. So um, he's like, he's like regional certified. Like he's like, yeah, like he's a legit, like USSF, like regional referee. So um, yeah, he's working that he's working some other stuff. So he actually worked the, the preseason game the other day. The one I was at. Yeah. Which one was he? Uh, I don't know. He did. I didn't. Um, I only talked to him for a minute cause he played last night. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't see, uh, he, I didn't get a chance to talk to him really uh, and pick his brain about, you know, what position he, he, which, uh, referee position he ran. So Cause if um, he was the AR that was in front of the United bench, mm-hmm. he did not have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I can ask him, but I'll see, I'll see what he did, but yeah. So I know one of the referees is going to work open cup. Um, I'm going to try to talk to him, you know, pick his brain a little bit, uh, so as far as I know, uh, it's it's pro. As far as I know, um, to answer, I know this has been some sort of question here. Um, so I mean, the guy, the referee that I know, he he works all over the Western U.S. Um, he he recently did matches up in like uh, Washington, Oregon, and those areas. So as far as I know, they're going pro now. USL does have an announcement coming out this Thursday. We don't know what this is. My speculation, some of the speculation I've seen has been possibly about that, possibly about ESPN broadcast schedules. Um, I that's what I'm leaning towards. I think it's going to be the ESPN broadcast schedule this weekend. Uh, figuring out you know what the national broadcasts and things are going to be. Um, so and that's exciting to see. Um, but yeah, I mean we're slowly, slowly getting to the the season opener um what was the other there was one thing other thing we mentioned in our chat earlier we talked about getting to um, that and then morrissey's um yeah morrissey yeah so we we can talk about that later i'm gonna reach out to him see if we can't get uh, something with him but yeah i mean starting you know next week we'll do our uh we'll do our usl preview we'll talk some potential 
starting 11th. Jacob's already put out his over on Facebook. Um, a lot of things going so on. That's that's to be fair. That's not necessarily what I would do mm-hmm. necessarily. That's what I think coach will do. Uh, although mine is pretty similar. Okay. So yeah, if you haven't seen it over on Facebook, I believe it is in New Mexico United Nation. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it, if you... It's in New Mexico United Nation. It's on our page on Facebook and it is on Twitter as well. All right. So there you go. Uh, go check out Jacob's post. Jacob's also been doing some breakdowns of the, of the highlights that we've been sent from the preseason matches. Um, go check those out. They've generated some discussions, some great views, uh, some really interesting plays, some really good goals. Earl, what are you messing with? It's very echoey, Earl. Yes. You're very echoey. The face is echoey. <laughs> Your mother. Uh, go check those out. Hop in on those discussions. Uh, I know there's been a Reddit post uh, from John Morrissey with his uh, link to, to his most recent article over on Backyield. Um, go check that out. I would love to get your thoughts next week uh, or whenever we do talk to John about his uh, off-season grades and his projections for the season. And um, I don't, I mean, we don't have a way to get money, obviously. So if you're listening to us, uh, you're not paying us anything. So go subscribe to Backyield. Um, it's it's fifty dollars a year or five dollars a month for the lowest package, and I've I've only done it for I've only been on it for a few days, and there's tons and tons of good stuff on there. Whether it's USL, MLS, um, it's it's just a it, it's it's really cool. Uh, Morrissey's on there. Um, Joe, oh, what's Joe's last name? Shit, <laughs> he's he's part of the Total Soccer Show. Um, mm. He he's he's one of the the heads of that thing, uh, does really good stuff. I mean, it, it's just he is he does live in Phoenix and he has a Phoenix fan, so I, I, uh, I do hold that against him a little bit, but uh, still, they're doing really good stuff out there. And so, if if you like the soccer stuff that we talk about, Lowry, thank you, Harry. I don't know why that popped out of my head, but if you like the soccer stuff that we talk about, you should definitely go subscribe. If you're just here for the nonsense. Maybe say maybe save your money because they don't have a lot of nonsense on there right now. Um, although Graham Ruffin from Total Soccer Show also ranked all the MLS kits, uh, so that's kind of nonsensical. Um, and so maybe maybe just maybe just do it no matter what. But uh, I love a lot of the people that work on that show. Uh, I love the content they create there and other places. So I think it's worth uh, worth your time and, and a little bit of money to to be able to read that stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely go check them out. I was promoting them over on Reddit earlier because folks were like, "Why would we pay this?" I'm like, "Dude, there is honestly they're, they're the biggest outlet that I know of that consistently covers USL, mm-hmm. like and provides a, a tremendous coverage of the USL Championship." So go check. Yeah, if you're again, we're still figuring stuff out. I mean, but until then, go support Backfield, John Morrissey, those guys. Great coverage. Um, before we do get out of here, I do want to mention I am going to throw the audio from the press conference that New Mexico United did with uh, Ron Patel and Christian Speakman, the sporting or I'm sorry, the sporting director from Sunderland AFC ahead of the match this summer. They did a press conference yesterday afternoon. I'll throw that audio in right here. All right. All right. Welcome in. Uh, you want to put these on or not? I know, those are good. Okay. Excited to talk today uh, about the Sunderland AFC New Mexico United friendly scheduled for the summer. Uh, and also excited to welcome in uh, from Sunderland AFC, Christian Speakman, Sporting Director, also joined by Chief Business Officer for New Mexico United, Ron Patel. I'm welcoming your questions. 
So what does the uh, trip to New Mexico offer Sunderland that you wouldn't get in a, you know, against a European team, perhaps? Well, I think certainly we're trying to uh, expose our players to some different cultures, some different environments. We've got uh, an up-and-coming, fairly young group of players. Um, so we certainly want to take Sunderland as a brand as well overseas. Um, we've done some previous trips to, some, to the US in previous years, but I think um, certainly at the moment it's something we're really interested to collaborate on. And does playing at altitude play into that you know, appeal? I'm not sure it's an appeal, but I think it's certainly, like I said, it's a point of difference and something, again, like I said, I think it'd uh, be great for our guys to be exposed to something different. And how do you see the USL comparing with championship in terms of levels? Well, I think that's difficult. I think, obviously, you know, it's an evolving league um, over here and we're certainly looking to uh, collaborate on and off the pitch with different things. So I think for us, it's just about getting opportunity to play different types of opposition. Um, we'll, we'll mix our teams up and uh, try to get, obviously, for us, the pre-season exposure, which, again, will be a slight difference to clash with you guys with mid-season. And we'll certainly just be uh, sort, of, sort of week three, week four into our programme. So um, we're really hoping for some really good competitive games. And there's obviously still a chance you might be preparing for the new season in the Premier League. I know you had a couple of losses in the last week or so, but you're in position for a playoff run if you start getting a few results. I mean, looking forward to that? Yeah, the, the team's performed really, really well. I mean, um, our recent history has obviously been in the third tier, promoted last year. This year is about consolidating and, and, and adapting to that level. Um, we're really, really pleased how it's gone. Naturally, when you do so well, expectation increases. And, and, and you know, we, we're, uh, we're more than happy with, obviously, uh, people being excited about what Sunderland can do and where we could be. But at the minute, it's just about keep growing and that incremental growth. So uh, if when we get to the end of the season, we're in those spots, and that obviously be really, really pleasing, but it's not something that we're sort of benchmarking ourselves against at the minute. I'm a West Ham fan. Can we send you David Moyes back? <laughs> <laughs> I, David's done a great job at West Ham. So, um, well, he did a, a great yeah. job at West Ham. I don't well, know if he's doing a great job now. Yeah, it's, look, it's... Uh, I think that's part of obviously our industry, isn't it? The ups and downs that come, and uh, I know the guys had a great win at the weekend. So hopefully for them, don't forget some more and uh, stay in the Premier League. Seven thirteen. Kenny, got anything? Can you just uh, overall explain your training process going into being here? Like he said, in the atmosphere, the atmosphere, but the elevation and everything, just kind of certain things you're preparing to. Uh, get used to that you're not used to? Yeah, I think, um, I wouldn't say there's anything specifically unusual. I mean, obviously there is the altitude factor here. Um, you know, I think it's just really, really interesting for our players to get exposed to different environments, different travel plans and all the different things that obviously coming overseas this far brings to the team. And we certainly think that all those things will make us more robust in the future. Like I said, we've got a group that's evolving, everyone's trying to get better. We're really interested in sharing some practices off the pitch with the coaches, with the business staff because for us we're looking to improve all the time I think if you look at New Mexico for example you know they're a young football club looking to improve and develop and do some really really interesting things off the pitch we'd like to we'd like to learn on that as well so normally you'd be opposed with the opposition opposition so you, you see it as some kind of a collaboration in terms of training techniques and management of the players yeah definitely I mean it's a it's a it's a showcase exhibition game you know in, in essence so whilst on the pitch we want it to be competitive for the 90 minutes, um, we want that as part of our programme and I'm sure the New Mexico guys want that for them for themselves as well. Um, certainly off the pitch and around the pitch, even though on our trip this week, you know, we're looking to collaborate, learn and uh, try to discuss all things that you know, we can make improvements. And I, think that's, uh, I think both clubs have got aspirations to improve their current position and their current standing. So I think that's where you obviously want to try to uh, harness all that information where you can.
run, run off and uh, it's talked about New Mexico United has a goal to be a 100-year club. You're sitting next to somebody who works for a club that's been around for longer than that. Yeah. Talk about what you hope to learn, what we can hope to learn from Sunderland. Yeah, I think to piggyback on what Christian said, I think, yeah, we're competitors on the pitch for 90 minutes, but we're partners off the pitch. And there's a lot of things that they do that just from the experience they've had, um, for those fans that haven't watched um, the Netflix series Up Sunderland Till I Die, um, while there's ups and downs in the series, uh, it shows just how much the club means to the town and how much the club means to the community. And when the club went up last year, um, a, a division, because in, in, in Europe you go up when you win your division or finish in the top three few places, uh, it lifts the entire town. I mean, commerce is affected. And so to be able to learn lessons from clubs that have experienced that, that have been not just on the pitch but off the pitch experts in their field um, for over 100 years, I mean, there's an infinite amount of things that we can learn. And so super excited for the opportunity. You know, we were working on putting the match together for a very long time, and uh, it felt uh, relieved when we were able to announce it last week to the public and uh, encourage all New Mexicans and those from outside of New Mexico to come see what uh, what it's like to play a club that's that's as classy and as historical as, as Sunderland. Question for both of you, um, Ron, you talk about, again, wanting to learn from, but there's also an exposure piece of this, right? Sunderland is, is one of the most historic clubs in, in England. Yep. Um, you know, showing yourself, showing the club uh, to the rest of the world. And then same question for you, Christian, you know, maybe, maybe you know, again, you've got a million followers on Twitter, so maybe you don't need it as much. But, you know, maybe finding some new Mexicans who want to be, become fans of Sunderland, how important is that to, to the two of you? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I got reference back to our Open Cup run in 2019 when we took 300 New Mexicans to Minneapolis, Minnesota on a Wednesday afternoon with about three weeks' notice. And we earned so many fans from Minnesota. And even now, we get so many purchases from our on our website, not just merchandise, but tickets are purchased from folks from Minnesota that come down. They've kind of adopted us as their USL club. And we're hoping we see something similar than that. I think... You know, one thing that Sunderland and the organization and the people and the players and the staff will see is, is how welcoming New Mexicans can be. And a lot of the world often hasn't heard of New Mexico. And when you come, and hopefully you've seen, Christian, when you've been around, the beauty this place has. Uh, and it's not just physically, it's in the people, too. And I think you'll, you'll really experience that uh, welcoming spirit from uh, New Mexico. Well, we've, we've certainly felt really welcome this week. Um, I, would, uh, I would certainly uh, endorse that. I think for us, it's, it's two things. One, it's that we're in a competitive player recruitment industry so I think from our perspective we certainly want to be able to showcase Sunderland what Sunderland can offer and the types of activities and events Sunderland are you know, up to and I think certainly putting on a trip like we are doing across three different three different cities in the US in the summer is really really important for us but we've also got a huge fan base as you have alluded to and we've got fans all the way across America we've got some in the room today so you know for us it's really really important that we can give people an opportunity to come and watch the team come and meet the team come and engage with the team because that's ultimately why supporters go to the matches so um, like I said we're really really excited to be bringing the game to New Mexico. Are you expecting a loud away supporter stand? Yeah I think um, you know our our way following certainly in the UK is you know quite well renowned so um, I'm sure there'll be a number of those supporters flying over and coming and taking part in all the things that are going on here and obviously like I said we'll have a load of supporters in North North America that will want to come and take part and watch. You mentioned there's two of them over there, you guys have any questions? Real quick, sorry, I think it's important to note too that again Sunderland picked three cities to do this US tour and they picked three places to come and New Mexico was one of those three and I think I think that's a big statement and I think uh, they saw the opportunity for what, what kind of environment we have like Christian said, we're a young club, we're in our fifth year um, but our ambition goes far beyond that. And so I think it's a, a major statement that a club with, with the history like Sunderland chose New Mexico as one of its three spots. 
Uh, we're honored to host them. Uh, excited to learn, and uh, can't can't tell you how excited I am to, to go through this whole experience. What other cities are you visiting as part of the trip? So we're down in San Antonio for several days, and then um, before this, and then after this, we're over in uh, North Carolina on the way home. Sorry. Darts. Mackums. Uh, personal question: How long are you here in Albuquerque for? Are you going to San Antonio after this? Or? Yeah. So we're just on a three, four day trip just to obviously come out, meet understand obviously what, what, what the opportunities are, um, spend some time with the guys which obviously has been really really good, we don't want to just turn up on the day and uh, yeah so we're at San Antonio tonight, tomorrow and then uh, sort of flying back home on Wednesday. So you're flying to San Antonio tonight? Yeah. Quick, quick trip? <laughs> it's quick turnaround, yeah, quick turnaround. Might just catch the jet lag up back around the way. From a, a completely selfish point of view, I'm a, I, I work for a soccer club in town and I'm a coach, what kind of saying about sharing ideas and things like that like what kind of um access i guess or you know just be fans or people who are in the profession like myself what could we expect from that yeah well, i think that's part of obviously what we're trying to do i think um we really really respect that how open people have been here so i think we want to try to reciprocate that if possible so i certainly think that whilst we're only in town for a couple of days we certainly want to try to see if we can put a coaching clinic on for coaches um, and we'll do some some engagement with the supporters and obviously some some engagement with the business community. Um, so like I said that's the whole, whole point of really coming over these sort of three or four days just to understand what's possible, where it's possible and obviously like if we're going to do something we want to do it really, really well. I'm going to be in San Antonio as well so I'll uh, join in with that one. <laughs> you can do both. So, so Chris is our colour commentator so he's going to be working the game here and oh, then okay. going as a fan in San Antonio. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris, to directly answer your question, we're in the process of putting those things together right now, whether it's a fan event, coaching clinic, whatever it may look like, but we're going we're gonna to have some stuff. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, this is a big deal. Every, every summer I go to England and I've changed my flights to fly back early. I'm going to fly into San Antonio. I'm going to make, make the most of it and we're all going to come out here. So all my family's excited. You know, I've been here since 2009, so it's, it's crazy awesome. that the team that I love, I've been a season ticket holder, you know, until I emigrated. And so try and get get back as many matches as I can. It's just surreal having you know, someone from Sunderland here. Yeah, yeah well, uh, you'll have the whole team here soon, so. Uh. <laughs> yeah, well, when, when, I, when I first found out, I was like, should I change my flight? And I can't believe I actually thought about it. Uh, it took me a while to make the decision, because I took it for the British Open Golf, and I can't, I can't miss Sunderland being an album. Kenny, you had one? Yeah, one for both of you guys. Uh, Christian, can you talk about um, your experience, or have you seen any videos of our fans, and how inspired they are for soccer for the United team is that something that kind of inspired you to come to the city yeah yeah definitely I think um, when we were discussing all the opportunities I think uh, there's a lot of similarities in terms of how vocal how engaged the fans are at the games I think that's it's again it's very similar to Sunderland um, and again I think the whole ethos around what the club's purpose is I think is very very similar around trying to serve the communities and obviously try to give people an opportunity to come and watch soccer in their region football in their region and we're, we're no different to that so I think, like I said, I think there's a lot of commonality on it. Hopefully, it'll be a really successful little venture. If you must, um, of course, the question everybody's going to be answering or asking about stadium: Is there anything updated about you know any locations or any ideas or just kind of an update at all in general? Uh, all right now, we're making progress in the in the right direction. We feel very confident, but no other updates uh, right now. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate it. All right. Cool. Thank you. Thanks. And we're back. <laughs> Thank you, Jacob. No, I appreciate that. That's that's really great there. So it, that's um, it's, a, it's a joke from another podcast that I listen to, uh, where they do that, and then every once in a while they don't 
put they don't end up putting an ad there because they'll say, oh, well, we're going to be right yeah. back into this ad. And they run like a little stinger and then they're like, yeah. yeah. And so then usually there's like an ad and then, then he yells and we're back. Um, but uh, they, with, when you did that, I was like, ah, this, this is perfect. So yes, exactly. Now we're going to, we're going to start, we're going to keep doing things like that. Obviously in the video we played earlier, we're going to start throwing in some press conference stuff. We're going to start putting Basically, all that stuff into the show. We're getting more official and yes. professional. We are. <laughs> so about that. So this morning, so fun fact for everybody today. Um, so this morning. Oh, I, um, hour. Sorry. Sorry, Earl. No, no, no. You hold your freaking horse. <laughs> so this morning. It I is legitimately up, an hour, though. I woke up with uh, clown makeup on my face. I must have slept kind of funny. <laughs> I was, you had me. For a second, I have thought that you know his uh, soon-to-be stepdaughter, like, did makeup. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, I love it! I love it so much. Yeah, that's what that's part of why I thought maybe this could be true. Uh, and then, uh, oh, fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to be more professional. Except for Earl. <laughs> I'm pretty sure telling the people that are watching our, our video to fuck off. Not the people, just the person. <laughs> one person. You shit on Harry earlier. Now you're shitting on Team I Earl. I did not shit on Harry. I was just confused. Okay? <laughs> Clown makeup and a Kia Rio. Earl on Earl crime. See, that's why Harry's my boy. I love there you. There you go. Uh, before Jacob gets us out of here, anybody have any closing thoughts? I want to ask Harry if he's coming into Mexico this year or if since he came last year, he's going to go somewhere else. And then, uh, other than that, I just want to say, I love you, Earl. So, um, <clears throat> I have one other thing. I love it. Too, this Jacob. is a fucking joke. Then I'm done. I love it too. Um, so, uh, Daffy Duck and Elmer Fudd were at a bar. Daffy orders uh, very very whiskey. <laughs> uh, finally, I knew one. Robert, I don't care, Robert. <laughs> Robert, in all seriousness. I cannot wait. I'm, I'm joking, Robert. I, I do appreciate you. Uh, just like to give you a hard time. And if you're going to be Team Earl, I'm going to make sure you stay Team Earl. So I can't uh, wait to see my number two fan. I'm pretty sure he's number one. Nope. He's, he's been on your team way longer than your girlfriend has. Just saying. Look. <laughs> Earl's rankings are not in order of uh, seniority. Ah, ah. <laughs> fair enough. He's the most. Uh, no, I'm not even gonna say that. <laughs> Don't get in trouble, Earl. Don't get in trouble. I'm yep. pretty sure she's still listening. If she is, I, I appreciate you because you're not a soccer fan. So it sounds like Earl and Harry are both going to be coming uh, in August. I I think it's the first week of August. Um, double checking that for you. I'm, I'm pretty sure I live here, so. <laughs> Not you. Yes, uh, Robert, 12th. there will be Lunchables. I'll bring you a Lunchable that day. August 12th, San Antonio at the lab. 12th? Uh, yep. Okay. 
that's a Friday, isn't it? Or is that a no? That's a Saturday. Pretty sure it's a Saturday. Yeah, it's a Saturday. So, if they send me to the academy this summer, if they send me to Hobbs, I will maybe be able to make it, but probably not. Still, I don't start till the fourteenth, but I'll probably stay home since that'll be my last few days before I go to the academy. Uh, if I go to Santa Fe, then I won't be able to make it at all. So, um, we'll see. But I hope. I will I will try my hardest if you guys come to to get over there and, and hang out, even if it is just for an hour and I can't actually go to the match. So um another thing before we leave. The other day, and don't you mute me, uh the other day I got hit with a violin, an oboe, and a piano. But can you tune a fish? No, I got home that day. I was like, dang, that, that sucked. I, I think it was orchestrated attack. Oh, that was terrible. I should have let you tell the whiskey one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I got nothing else. Earl has nothing else. I'm making sure of that right now. Um, <laughs> Seth, anything else? I'm good, man. All right, guys. Uh, Harry, Robert, um, and uh, Christina over in the chat. Uh, we had one other commenter. Commenter, uh, I'll let Earl thank her off air. Um, I, I just appreciate all you guys. Uh, you guys are, are great. We, we love doing it. We love the uh, ability to be able to have the chat going and be able to communicate with you guys uh, live here. And uh, we hope to catch you back here next week, 9 o'clock, as we are weekly now, uh, as the season ramps up. And uh, I, I really just can't wait for for the regular season to start. But we've got a, a couple more, a couple more preseason matches, and then a, and then an off week to to kind of rest and and recuperate and, and go from there. So uh, as Seth said, next week we will have our, our kind of USL preview. Uh, obviously, a little bit New Mexico focused than anything else, but we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about uh, the East and the West just a little bit. We'll we'll have some who we think might be in the playoffs. Uh, we might get to John's. Uh, preseason uh off-season grades uh where he he had new mexico probably where i would put them um and uh and yeah i can't wait for that christina no thank you uh we do it for you guys uh we do it because because uh, we love you guys we love each other we love uh new mexico united and, and, and i mean honestly it's we do it all for free because we we love to do it if i mean obviously we would take uh, some money to do some improvements around here, uh, looking at Earl's background. Um, <laughs> but, uh, we'll need some proper yeah. headphones. Yeah. Yeah. That too. But, uh, and a new mic apparently, but no, we just, I mean, we, we enjoy it. We, we enjoy the, the, the ability to talk to you guys and, and talk to each other. And, and I, I think all three of us, uh, even if we make fun of Seth for being a soulless robot, um, we See, do I'm a it. wizard. I'm a wizard. I see that now. Yeah. Uh, we do love this club and, and we love talking about this club. Um, so we would probably do this even if we didn't record it uh, since we've been recording it for so long now. Uh, we're going into year three. Year three, man. Four. four. Year four. This year is year four, four for us, yeah. right? Wow. That's crazy. So uh, going into year four for us. And um, and yeah, I just, uh, I'm, I'm excited for it and can't wait. So, so next week, nine o'clock um we'll be back uh we'll have thoughts on maybe some preseason uh the preseason game we we travel they travel to colorado springs 
this Saturday for that. Um, uh, the runners are playing. Uh, we talked about them, and and if you can go check those guys out. Uh, and then yeah, we'll just we'll be here. We'll have the normal no- amount of nonsense, uh, and and then we'll talk a little soccer and have some fun. So catch us again next week. And until then, Samos Unidos. You've been listening to Somos Mas, your source for the latest news and notes on New Mexico United, the USL, and the New Mexico Runners. All of our shows are recorded live on Tuesday nights and are streamed on our YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter pages. An audio-only version of the show goes live later in the week on all major podcast platforms. Our show is written and produced by Seth Bidoff, Jacob Terrell, and Earl Nieto, and is edited by Seth. All episodes are recorded and edited using StreamYard and Audacity.